Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Live Your Personal Best. Today, I will be reading a chapter from my book, Elite to Everyday Athlete which is one of my favorite episodes to do. And today we're talking all about nurturing a new athletic identity. Because when you're no longer competing or you have to retire from sports, we usually think, okay, like that's it. You know, now I went from being an athlete to now I'm a former athlete and I have to leave that chapter behind, right? We think, okay, that was my old life. I'm going to close the book, put that away. But I think that we can really build on who we used to be as athletes and we can even have a different role within sports. So I'm super excited to be sharing this with you. But before we get started, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know already, I released my first book this August, Elite to Everyday Athlete, that I'll be reading from. So if you like today's episode, if you've liked previous episodes, or just if you're a former athlete, you know, trying to get that ambition and drive back that you had while competing, then definitely go check out this book. I'll link it right down below or just go to Amazon, Elite to Everyday Athlete. It's nine steps to getting off the sidelines of life. And so within this process, we are going to talk about the seventh step of it, which is step N, nurture the new athletic role. And so if you want to know more about the previous steps or, you know, finish reading the book, then go check it out, Elite to Everyday Athlete. And with that, let's get started. What's up and welcome to the Live Your Personal Best podcast. This is the place where I help current and former athletes like you to show up confidently in the gym and in life. I'm your host, Emily Kaufman, a former Division I athlete and author of Elite to Everyday Athlete. I'm going to show you how to stay motivated in reaching your goals and how to have more fun doing it. So let's sweat it out and start living your personal best. Chapter 7, Be a Camo. I love to compete. I love to teach, to lead, and to be a part of a team. And so to be in a position where I can use all those things on a day-to-day basis and focus all my energy on those tenants is a perfect fit. Steve Nash, Hall of Fame basketball player, current NBA coach. So what is an everyday athlete? I define it as a noun, someone who stays active and healthy for everyday life instead of for a competition or job. After competing, a former athlete doesn't lose an athletic identity forever. Instead, they become an everyday athlete. Everyday athletes can keep sports in their lives through participation in sports or becoming a coach, mentor, or spectator of the sport. Feeling fulfilled. I sat down with Bethany Hartgary, an Olympic bobsledder and elite level hammer thrower, an event where a metal ball attached to a grip is thrown for distance. After the Olympics, she retired from both sports and realized that she no longer had the drive to continue working out if there wasn't an Olympic goal at the end. When trying to figure out what to do next, she said, I couldn't go back to semblances of my sports because I didn't feel like I was ever going to be able to attain that level that I did. For the athletes who aren't burnt out of their sports by retirement, it's still hard for them to continue training the same way. 
athletes naturally won't be able to continue performing at the same level they did when competing, which can be discouraging. Instead, Bethany decided to try something similar but different from what she had done in her past. CrossFit intrigued her since it had a huge community behind it and many of her personal trainer friends recommended it. She joined a CrossFit gym and realized this was something she'd be able to stick with. I think what CrossFit did for me was still let me push my body to the limits. I learned new skills and a new way to condition my body. She found CrossFit fun because it had the element of competition, but required completely different skills from what she had trained for before. This brought out the same competitiveness she had for bobsledding, and she went on to compete in the CrossFit Games both regionally and nationally. Bethany knew that competition was her motivation, and just because the Olympics were no longer a goal didn't mean she couldn't find a new competitive scene. In a study called Why Do People Like Competition, researcher Robert Franken said, We hypothesize that people who are motivated by competition are motivated for at least three reasons. Competition allows them to satisfy the need to win. Competition provides the opportunity or reason for improving their performance. And competition motivates them to put forth greater effort that can result in high levels of performance. Sometimes athletes just need competition in their lives to stay motivated. Competition was ingrained in Bethany from a young age and wasn't something she wanted to give up. The good news is that Bethany, like many other former athletes, didn't need to abandon this. There are ways to continue being an athlete without needing to compete at the highest level. An elite athlete can become an everyday athlete. An everyday athlete. Another athlete I spoke with, Katherine Kuhlman, shared a similar story when discussing how she found her workout routine. She was a Division I swimmer in college and loved the feeling of being in a pool. When talking about the training, she said, You jump in a pool, you're by yourself, and you can't hear anything. You're staring at a blank line, and there's something really therapeutic about being in your own world in that sense. It wasn't the competition that she missed, but the meditative feeling she got while being in a pool. That feeling of being in the zone. After college, she moved for a job in Tanzania where she didn't have access to any pools. She tried picking up running and training for a half marathon, but found that wasn't fulfilling for her. Swimming was a huge mental relief for Catherine. Without a pool, she was missing her outlet. There is something really special about being able to be in your own head for two hours, and it's really difficult once you lose it, she reflects. Catherine wasn't able to continue swimming, but she wanted another outlet. After the half marathon training, she called it quits on running, but concluded that she did enjoy the time that she got to spend outside. She started routinely going for walks, which was a perfect mix of moving her body and having the same therapeutic results as swimming. Because walking was able to fill the void that swimming had left as a mental outlet, Catherine found it easier to keep up with her daily walks and started to miss swimming less. It's no surprise then why we see so many professional athletes from other sports transition to golf once they're done competing. They're replacing what they loved about their old sport to a less physically demanding one where they can still feel fulfilled. I was listening to an interview the other day by Golf.com featuring Tony Romo, a former NFL quarterback who played on the Dallas Cowboys for 14 seasons. After football, he picked up golf, not just as a weekend hobby, but as something that he practiced for for up to six to eight hours some days. Romo said, I just liked competition at its core. As a kid, I wanted to grow up and play sports in some fashion. After he left the NFL, his drive to continue competing didn't go away. Romo liked how sports gave him the ability to continuously improve.
It wasn't that he was going to miss running around a field, but that he was going to miss the ability to practice and improve on something every day. I think it's the puzzle aspect. It's no different than me trying to figure out the throwing motion. When he was in the NFL, he liked being able to fine-tune a skill every day. As he got older, he wasn't able to keep up with football, but he could transfer that same mindset to golf. Romo said, I used to have pure joy going to bed at night thinking that I got better, and that the next day you're finally going to see the real version of what you always wanted to be. Step 7. N. Nurture a new athletic role. Experts who work with former athletes have seen a lot of success in their mental and physical health when athletes stay involved in sports. I spoke with sports psychologist Dr. Mitch Green, and he noted that athletes tend to do a lot better with the transition when they find ways to remain active in athletics. He said that multiple athletes he worked with found their way back to sports because they felt like a part of them was missing. Mitch shared a story with me of one athlete who competed as a runner and after retiring decided to pick up weightlifting. Mitch said he still got a connection to running because he coaches some people, but he's also got a connection to a whole new world of people in the world of weightlifting and bodybuilding that I think has made his life feel more complete. Keeping sports in your life can help with working out again or just feeling fulfilled, but staying an active athlete is just one of the ways to keep sports in your life. Let's break down the others into what I call camo. Camo. C, coach, A, athlete, M, mentor, O, observer. Coach. Every coach at some point used to be an athlete. Former athletes already have a background in the sport, have developed different skills and strategies, and have a love for the game. This makes it a no-brainer why so many athletes then go on to become coaches. Grant Goldsmith, a former South African volleyball player, is now a coaching lecturer at ETA College in South Africa. He wrote an article about the different benefits former athletes notice when becoming coaches after retirement. Grant states, If you love sport, why not develop a career in sport? Over the years of being a pro athlete, I have borne witness to so many other athletes and sports fanatics who become ensnared in careers that they do not want to be in. Being a coach allows you to stay involved in sport in some way and dedicate your life to something you love and have a passion for. If you have a passion for sports, no one is saying you have to find that passion somewhere else. You can still find it in sports, but maybe in a different way. Coaching provides an opportunity to stay close to the sport, but by helping others reach the same athletic goals you once were going after. Just like you don't need to compete at the highest level possible, you also don't need to coach at an elite level to be successful. You can find yourself a full-time coaching position or do it part-time for a less competitive league. Either way, if sports is something you enjoyed, you might find that same fulfillment by helping others reach their athletic goals. Mentor. Another way to stay involved in sports is to become a mentor to a current athlete. There are programs that formally do this, or you can informally be a mentor to a former teammate or someone from your former team. Mentorship has proven to help athletes transition to life after sport because it allows them to reflect on their time as an athlete. A mentorship program in Canada called Athlete Transitions found that many athletes report that taking on a mentorship role themselves was beneficial in the redefining of their own identities. The process of helping others allowed them to explore parts of their personality they had not previously explored and offer new insights into their own athletic experiences and how they could be utilized in their own post-sport lives. Being a mentor can help you think back to your sports experience with a new lens. 
We often think of our careers as how they ended, but when talking through your experience with a current athlete, you're able to process all the other aspects of what made you an athlete too. Think about ways you could be a mentor. Would you be interested in elementary, middle, or high school? Would you want the mentorship to be formal or informal? Being a mentor could keep sports in your life just like being a coach, but without the pressure of statistics and athletic performance. Mentorship might be the thing for you if you're looking to use your expertise and experience to make an impact in an athlete's life outside of the game. Observer. While being a coach or mentor is a large time commitment, almost all athletes I know become an observer in their post-sport lives. Being a spectator or sports fan can make you feel just as connected to the game as you were before retirement. Psychologists who studied sports fans found that there were eight reasons people liked watching sports. Some of the reasons included people like sports because they get self-esteem benefits from it. People like sports because it's exciting. People like sports because it's aesthetically pleasing. People like sports because, like the theater, it's a venue for emotional expression. People like sports because they need an escape from real-world troubles. People like sports because it provides a sense of belonging, a connection to a wider world. Watching sports isn't just a pastime like watching Netflix. It's a way for you to feel connected to a team, get an escape, or be entertained. Plus, as an observer, you're allowed to be a Fairweather fan. No commitments here. Whether you're interested in being a coach, athlete, mentor, or observer, there remains a place in athletics for you. Staying involved can help you feel fulfilled just like competition did for so many years. Don't lose your athletic identity entirely. Just be a camo. Being a camo will allow you to find things to enjoy, but let's see how else you can spend your free time. And that leads us into chapter eight. So thank you, thank you for checking out today's episode. If you enjoyed this one, as a reminder, it's just one part of the bigger book, Elite to Everyday Athlete. So definitely go check it out for you. Go buy one for a teammate of yours. Go buy one for friend, family, being a former athlete and going through that transition. Something that's very much not talked about enough. And so that's my goal with this book is sharing my story along with many other athletes from all levels and all sports. So with that, make sure you're subscribed. So I will see you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.